0: Hello and welcome to a spooky episode of The Wedding Wombat. Yes, it is Halloween and today we're talking about something that is super scary. Stay tuned to find out. The Wedding Wombat is an Australian-based wedding podcast to give you ideas, things to consider and interesting perspectives on all things weddings. My name is Margie McComsty, and as a civil celebrant and MC with Metamorphose Ceremonies, I love my job and am passionate about celebrating love in meaningful, memorable, and magical ways. I acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia, and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. I pay my respects to their Elders past, present, and emerging. Here on The Wedding Wombat, we will sniff out the wedding options, dig out the latest trends, claw at and question traditions to see if they're relevant, and burrow down to discover amazing ideas to help you plan your wedding. It really can be fun, real and a true celebration of you and the love you share. So welcome to The Wedding Wombat. It's time for us to chat. Today on The Wedding Wombat, we're talking about something that strikes fear into the heart of many. No, it's not death. That's number two on the list of most frightening things. It's actually the number one fear. And yes, it is the frightening thought of public speaking. <laughs> it's something I love, but I understand how hard it is for people. So, today I'm going to give you some tips if you are either a guest at a wedding and need to give a speech, or the um, the parents of either the bride or the groom, um, and you need to give a speech. And I'm also going to give some tips for um, the best man or maid of honour and also finally for the brides and grooms themselves. So, let's dive in. Okay, so I'm going to give examples firstly for, say, the father of the bride and you're asked to give a speech or propose a toast. And look, this goes equally as well for the mother of the bride stepfather uh auntie whoever's going to be giving a a speech on behalf of the families or on behalf of one side of the family so um so yeah so this will give you a few ideas okay so how do you do it and well what exactly do you need to say so Firstly, if you know you're going – and this goes for all of these categories – if you know you're going to give a speech, then don't drink too much prior to making the speech. So, it's pretty – Obvious, a tip I guess, but uh, when you're feeling a bit nervous about having to give a speech or you're busy celebrating, it's easy to get carried away and have a few too many drinks. And when that happens, um, yes, it might let your inhibitions down so you feel that you can do a better job, but when you watch back on the video, you realize that, you know, you made a bit of a ding of yourself. So, um, it's really important that you don't drink too much prior to making the speech. And uh, afterwards, go for it. But beforehand, try and limit your drinks or don't have any because you know that you're going to be getting up and you want to, you know, do a good job. So, secondly, um, especially if you're nervous, prepare some dot points or basic notes or if you're really nervous, write the whole speech out. That way, you know what you're going to say and you can stick to what you need to say and you don't ramble on too much. You've got your basic notes and you don't forget anything. Now, if you're planning to propose a toast at the end of your speech and, uh, and you know, that's appropriate and it nicely ends your speech as well, then remember to take a glass of something with you. Now, I often MC for weddings and I... I put in my notes for the evening um, or for the afternoon that I go and find all the people who are going to be giving speeches. I tell them that in 10 minutes' time we're going to be giving doing the speeches and that if they would like to propose a toast, then they need to go and get their drink sorted now. And uh, even though I do that, the number of times people hop up to give a speech, then they say, oh, I propose a toast, raise your glasses, and they haven't got a glass. And they're scrambling around trying to find a glass or they do it without a glass and it just doesn't work. And uh, so take a glass of something with you. Okay, so we've dealt with those few things. Let's get that that's out of the way now. What are we going to say? Okay, so the first thing is you want to congratulate first. So, start with congratulations, congratulations to the couple, congratulations, it's been a beautiful day, general comments, congratulations. Then you want to welcome, start with the other person. So, if it's you're the father of the bride, let's say, um, then you want to start with the other side. So, welcome the new husband or wife to the family and say something nice about, you know, um how they're looking today um you know how proud you are of them um you know anything at all and if you want to tell a humorous story then now's the time to do it now when i say humorous i do not mean humiliating so it's really important you've got the other person's family there as well um that you know if you want to tell a funny story go for it but don't do it at their expense um you know, we as Australians, we are often quite self-deprecating and we can take a little bit, but um, it is a formal occasion and you want to make sure that you're not saying anything that is terribly humiliating. And you really want to end with an affectionate or friendly sentence. So, you know, if you tell about the time that, you know, the, um, that her boyfriend came, like the one who's become her husband came camping with you and you know this funny anecdote happened then you want to end with a sentence that's affectionate or friendly and uh and you know you're welcoming them to the family so you want to sort of say something that shows that there is um a level of warmth between you then you want to move on to your daughter and tell her what she means to you tell her how beautiful she is and how proud you are of her so, now, saying these things, um, you know you might get a little bit teary, and that's completely fine. No bride is going to be sitting there going, "Oh, I wish Dad and how embarrassing I wish Dad didn't get a bit teary or emotional here um, this is your this is your big chance to really tell your daughter what you feel and how you think, and it's going to be an awe moment for everybody so you know, really tell her what she means to you. Dig deep and say something from your heart. Now, you also want to take this moment to mention important family members that you're representing in the speech as well. So, unless everybody's going to be speaking, if you're standing up on behalf of your family, then Mention your wife, ex-wife, stepwife, you know, um, stepmother, whatever, whatever the grandparents, whoever the important players are, and uh, and if there are like family politics, if the if the ex-wife is not getting up to give a speech, then and you're representing the family, her side of the family, then you need to do the right thing, suck it up, and you know, say on behalf of. And, uh, and do that. Um, so, you want to do that. And then you might want to share a story about about the relationship you have with your daughter. Uh, next step is to give some advice or offer some wishes to the couple. Uh, so, this is just where you're, you know, wishing them all the best for their future and, um, and to then conclude with proposing a toast. Now, I always remind people to be very careful about saying, you know, looking forward to the grandchildren, that sort of thing, unless you know that is definitely their plan. Because um, sometimes couples have like infertility issues or they've decided not to have a child or, um, or, you know, perhaps there's been a bit of a rocky road and, you know, you just want to Be aware of that and if you're not aware, then err on the side of caution and don't assume because it can be really awkward and it's best just to not do that. Now, if they've been quite outspoken about how they're hoping to have a baby as soon as possible, they want to get pregnant on the honeymoon, they can't wait to have a whole swag of kids, then you'll know that and that's fine. Uh, it depends. And really, it's about thinking about what's most appropriate and um, and best for the situation. So, so give some advice by all means. Offer your wishes to the couple. And then you want to conclude with proposing a toast. Now, proposing a toast is a great way to end because otherwise... How do you end? You know, do you say, well, that's it, that's all I've got to say or, you know, oh, thanks so much for listening. It's kind of a a bit of a downer. So, you know, proposing a toast is a really fantastic way just to to finish with a bit of a flourish and a flare at the end. Now, the deal with proposing a toast is you want to raise your glass, encourage everyone else to do the same. So you say, I'd like to propose a toast and then you could say, or I'd like to, you know, propose a toast, so raise a glass and then keep the toast simple so it is easily repeatable. If you ramble on with a whole lot of stuff, nobody knows what to say or when to say it, and then you end up with a whole lot of people all saying things at the same time, variations on the same thing, and it doesn't really work. Whereas a good toast is sort of more robust than that, and it is you know, is just very, very simple. So you want to keep it simple and repeatable so for instance the best ones really are going to be to the bride and groom or you use their names to kelsey and joe and that's it raise your glass you've shown everyone how to do it and everyone will repeat and then have a drink everyone claps and then go up shake the groom's hand give the bride a kiss and then go back to your seat And that's it done to perfection. Now, look, obviously, there's other ways to do this. I am giving you tips if you are scared of doing public speaking. I'm giving you the basic layout to make it work, all right? So, let's say that you are. I'm going to give the example of the best man giving the speech. So, I think. You know, usually <laughs> um, the maid of honour understands that, you know, she doesn't want to embarrass the bride. But um, sometimes if we feel like the best man kind of has a uh, almost a duty to embarrass the, the groom. Now, if you're going to do anything to embarrass the groom, it, you want it to be a really tame kind of embarrassment. So, don't talk about the time, you know, that he did something really, really inappropriate um, with a another woman or anything like that, you want to make sure that it's it's quite tame. So, you want to give it the grandma test basically. You want to think about if grandma was to hear this, would she blush? Now, if grandma would have a little giggle or a snort but not blush, then you're okay. But if grandma would, would blush or, uh, you know, be quite upset or distressed, then you've got your answer. No, don't go there. All right, so the same rules apply about alcohol and notes. So, as the best man, if you're getting up to give a speech, then know your limits and make sure you're, you haven't drunk too much because you have to give a speech. If you um, have a tendency to ramble on, forget things, um, go off track um, or uh, swear a lot, when you're uh, unsure what to do, then you might want to write some notes. So, start by introducing yourself. Not everyone's going to know who you are. So, g'day everyone, I'm Baza and I've been Greg's best mate since... And then tell a story about how you met or your childhood or work. Now, if you're his brother, then it's, hi, hi, g'day, everyone. Uh, Anyone who doesn't know me, I'm Baza. I'm Greg's brother. Um, So, you know, he's been in my life for the last 27 years. And uh, I remember when we were kids and then tell your story. Now, this is where you can tell your humorous but not humiliating story. You can tell that there if you'd want to. Um, Talk about when the couple met and any inside information you have about what he thought. So um, there might be a funny story there or something you can elaborate on. That would be good. Then move the focus onto the partner and say something nice. So if there are bridesmaids, then compliment the bridesmaids. Um, And then speak to them as a couple. Offer advice or best wishes and then propose a toast. Again, make sure you have a drink in hand or nearby. So that's how you do it now again there are some great things you can do to um make your best man speech you know more animated or lively um you know if you can sing you can sing if you can dance you can dance if you want to pull out a box of tricks do that but for people who are a little bit nervous about public speaking um you know you can still tell funny stories you can tell still you know say what you want to say but just do it realizing this is a um this is a, a an event people are going to remember and think about your crowd. Think about who is there and who is listening. And, you know, if Great Aunt Myrtle and Grandma Jill um, are going to be upset, distressed, concerned, worried or just um, embarrassed, then you're not meeting your audience by speaking in a way that is um, disrespectful. Okay, so... We're going to talk now about the married couple because I think probably most people who are listening to The Wedding Wombat are getting married and they know that they're expected to give the last speech the final speech after everyone's done all their speeches they then give a speech and either one or both will stand up and give the speech and you know really that can be a bit of a cons- cause for concern especially if you're not used to public speaking so how do you give a speech that says what you need to say is romantic it's special and also satisfies grandma so my big advice here is outside in Now, what do I mean by that? Okay, so I always say to work from the outside in. So outside, start with... Thank everyone for coming. So, it's the big wide circle. Good evening, everybody. I just want to thank everybody for coming and being part of our special day. So, that's the the big circle first. Then, move in slightly. You want to thank the vendors, the reception venue, the DJ, the MC, whoever else is important. So, you're, you're doing all the people who have helped to make the day special. So, you know, I just want to thank... Um, peter and liz who uh, who have hosted us today here at whatever venue um the food's been beautiful and they've really looked after us you know thanks so much really appreciate everything you've done and uh and all the kitchen team and the service thank you so much uh like to thank you know so-and-so from the DJ and, um, and, you know, and just go through the, the vendors that you've got. So if you've got a, um, a you know, your photographer, you've got your um, photo booth, you know, anything like that, you want to thank those people. Then you want to come in a little bit more and so now we're thanking anyone, family members and friends who specifically made the day possible. Now, this isn't um, bridal party and this is not um, immediate family like parents, so you're thanking the family members and friends who made the day possible, so who did specific things. So this is where you're thanking Arnie, Jenny for helping with the flowers, for, you know, Susie and Greg for making the cake, um, for, you know, Auntie, Auntie Lisa who um, who helped to – to um, with the alterations on the bridesmaids dresses that kind of thing um, so then you want to thank anyone who was not parents or bridal party who gave a speech so sometimes uh, we open up the speeches if anyone else would like to say something and so different people will get up and speak uh, or perhaps you've got somebody who um, really wanted to give a speech and you know say um, you know Arnie Jean said oh can I say a few words so that's when you say I really would like to thank Aunty Jean for all your kind words this evening and that's it done then you want to move on to thanking your family so this is where you thank your brothers or sisters who aren't in the bridal party um, and parents especially for support and encouragement um, it is important that they're acknowledged especially if they're paying for a, a portion of the wedding um, And also just for their support and encouragement, all the love they've given you, grandparents, you can throw them in there as well. Um, Make sure that you take that moment to really thank them. And... uh then you move to, so we're moving in, we're moving in. Now we're coming in even closer. Now you're going to thank your bridal party. So this is where you thank the bridesmaids. So if the if the groom is speaking, then it's appropriate for him to say, you know, how beautiful do the bridesmaids look this evening? Thank you for all the support you've given to my, my new wife. Like you've, you've just been so wonderful with her, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, and if they're both speaking, then the bride might say, oh, I just want to thank all the groomsmen. You know, thanks for being there for John, blah, blah, blah so that's that's where you're thinking the bridal party now this is where you're moving in 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 so we're now going to thank your new wife or husband for marrying you and making your dreams come true you're going to compliment them and give them a kiss so these days both people often get up and speak um, sometimes it's the bride but more often than not it ends up being the groom that's speaking so um so you know You thank them for marrying you, making your dreams come true. You say how beautiful they look today Um, and just, you know, how when you turned around at the altar and saw them walking down that, you know, or wherever you were (laughs) that, um, that, you know, you just, it was magical, whatever you want to say. You give them a kiss. And then you return again and you thank everyone again. So, you just return to thanking everyone. So, you've gone from outside all the way in and then you spring back out to outside. So, it's, so, thanks everyone again for coming. And then if you're doing a joint toast, then you propose to love and laughter. To love and laughter and everyone has a drink. If the husband is doing a toast, he might choose to do a toast to the beautiful bride. And um, so he might do that after he's complimented and given them a kiss and then says, thanks everyone again for coming. Let's have a fantastic night. And that's the end of the speech. Or you might do the thanks everyone for coming and I'd like to propose a toast to, to, you know, love and life or love and laughter or happiness forever or something like that. And that's it. No one's forgotten. Everyone is acknowledged and everyone's happy and... You've made it through the speeches without dying. So that's great. Yay. Um, So, our top five today is the top five ways to make your wedding speeches work. Now, I have covered these, but um, this is across the board, across all the wedding speeches, the top five ways. So, number one, don't drink too much before speaking. Number two, make notes so you stay on track and don't forget anything important. Number three, Take a drink with you or have one at hand if you are intending to propose a toast. Number four, humorous and funny is always good, but give it the grandma test. If it would make grandma blush, then leave it out. Remember your audience and keep swearing out of the speech, especially if the reception is elegant. And number five, and this is the most important. So even if you've forgotten all the others, you've you know you've been drinking before you spoke. You're half drunk when you get up there. You f- didn't write any notes, or you forgot them. Uh, you didn't bring a drink with you, and you had to run back to your table to get a drink. And you told an inappropriate story. It can all be saved if you follow number five, and number five is speak from the heart. Be kind and generous and loving, and everything will be fine. There really is nothing to be scared about, and it is an important part of most wedding ceremonies, most receptions. So if you um, if you need some assistance in writing your speech for your wedding um, wedding reception i'm more than happy to help Um, contact me through my usual channels email phone all those details will be in the show notes the wedding wombat comes out on the 10th 20th and 30th of each month and you're invited to listen in and share it with your friends Did you know that a group of wombats is called a wisdom subscribe to the wedding wombat leave us a review or contact me directly with your questions or answers to margie at metamorphos.com.au or message me through Facebook on my page metamorphosis ceremonies my contact details are in the show notes. Today's Wedding Wombat Wisdom is from Carl W. Busta. And Carl said, They may forget what you said, but they will never forget how you made them feel. And weddings are all about the feels, aren't they? (laughs) Thanks for listening to The Wedding Wombat and look forward to chatting with you very, very soon. Happy Halloween. Bye for now friends and I'll chat to you next time on The Wedding Wombat.